World's on fire. Our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know what, why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. <laughs> pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's, it's time. time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, we have passed the salt. Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass the salt. But we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Got my coaching garb on here this morning. And it's been kind of thick and heavy last three days. I told my wife, my goodness. I don't know about you guys. Some of the stuff we dug into in the last three days from a, from a spiritual standpoint, that's as deep as anything I've ever been in, in any church I've ever. Would anybody, you guys agree with me? Don't, you don't have to agree with me just to make me feel good. It's been been good we week, Amen. We agree. We are in agreement. Yeah, it's been. A, it's somebody just said it's been a good week, hasn't it? It's been a good week, and Ooh. and uh, got some more stuff I want to dump on you today. Talk to you with a little. Actually, I want to kind of make it a flea, more of a lighthearted flea flicker Friday kind of stuff. By lighthearted, I mean um, I like to open it up to you guys. Sometimes start the greatest conversations. I can always start one. I got all kinds of stuff I can go to today, but I'm going to try to open it up here to to get you guys. We're going to take communion. So uh, after Myra gets done with her prayer, uh, we are going to uh, take the elements. So go get one right now. Go get something you can eat and something you can drink. And we'll take communion together. We'll get this. uh, We'll we'll do. I'll try to discipline myself here. We'll get this done here right at the beginning. Um, I'll let Myra open us with, uh, I got my coaching shirt on. Thanks, buddy. Uh, And my email has been blowing up. People are waking up. Well, I, I I don't know if the Lord's going to give us enough time, but I think if He gives us enough time, I think I think maybe we can kind of straighten this thing out. But you know, it's not going to get straightened out uh, uh, without some of us getting our elbows scraped and our knees scraped. No, it's going it's going to be hard work, friends. It's it's going to be hard work, and there are going to be casualties along the way. And you say, what do you mean by casualties? Well, some people may be going to die. I don't know. Some people, are they going to get locked in jail? Probably. Yeah, probably going to. Yeah. Yep. Because we, uh, let me turn that off so I didn't keep doing it to you all day. Because uh, we live in a totally and completely, in a nation that totally and completely uh, out of control. How do I do this? Oh, there it is. I had a little conversation. Chad called me yesterday and had a conversation with Chad. We got into, Chad said, uh, want to talk about some preparation. He says, maybe we need to do a show, Coach, with, with some some preparations and some different scenarios. And I said, uh, uh, yeah, for what? And and he kind of hemmed and hawed. I'm not talking behind Chad's back, just kind of relaying a conversation. I said, uh, here's the truth. We'll, we'll, we'll turn the show on tomorrow. There'll be a hundred and some people in the queue, and there'll be thousands watching on different platforms. And most of them have done very little preparation. Really, they've done very little preparation. I wonder what percentage of people who are watching right now, this is the conversation Chad and I had, what what percentage of people watching right now have food stored? What what percentage of people right now, if the crap were to hit the fan tomorrow, <clears throat> have a plan for where they're going to go? Have a plan for uh, who they're going to uh, partner with? I, I can I can tell them all, all I can, whoops, my head, head plugs just pulled out. I can I can give them all the plans they want to know about uh, uh, all the fires that are going on, burning down plants and food storages. I can tell, we can tell all that, that. When the crap really hits the fan, you got a plan? You got a, you got a plan? The phone rings tomorrow. Hey, a uh, bomb went off in downtown Columbus. Radio, uh, uh, it's coming your way. <clears throat> Fire's coming your way. What, what are you going to do? Where are you going? Do you have any idea? Coming here? Going to Chad's? Where, where? See, I said, Chad... We could get into all this prep and stuff all we want to, but the average person doesn't doesn't have anything. They're not they're not prepped. People watching the show, these are these are wake people, and they don't even they haven't even discussed with their family, their immediate family. If the crap hits the fan, what are they going to do? They, they haven't even had that discussion. You don't have to say amen because I know I know I'm telling you. 
it's like it's it's like we we think we're living in a make-believe world well there's a devil loose the devil's ticked he's cornered actually he's cornered and uh, we got to get ourselves prepared for that myra go ahead and pray us in here and then we'll get ready we'll do some communion and who would like to lead us in communion this morning? Hang on, Myra. Who out there said, Coach, I'd be honored to lead us in communion today? I'm going to wait. Come on. Come on. Go ahead, Myra. I will do that, uh, Coach. Good morning, Harold. Uh, we read in Revelation 20, and I saw an angel come down from heaven, having the key of the bottomless pit and great chain in his hand. Mm-hmm. Holy Spirit, you're welcome to coach Dave Haddle and open our hearts to you. Colossians 2, 4, 2, 9. And this I say, let's any man shall beguile you with enticing words, for thou I be absent in the flesh, yet I am with the Spirit. Amen. Join the beholding your order and the steadfastness of your faith in Christ. As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith as ye have been taught, abiding therein with thanksgiving. Beware, lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. Mm. Uh, Revelation 1a, I am the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come, the Almighty. Romans 2, 4, or dispenses the riches of his goodness and forbearance and long-suffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leadeth thee to repentance. Thank you, Lord. Yes, it is. It's the goodness of God that leads us to repentance. Yes. Second Corinthians 10, 4 to 6. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and everything that exalts itself wow. against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ and having in a readiness of revenge of disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled uh, 1 John 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Mark 3.25, and, and if a house is divided against itself, the house cannot stand. And the closing verse for Friday is Ephesians 5.11, I have not fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather oh, reprove them, for it is shame even to speak of these things which are done of them in secret. Amen. For all things that are reproved are made manifest light <laughs> by for whatsoever doth make manifest is light. I release the resurrection power, love, and joy to you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Everybody get some everybody get a little wafer here. Get peanut. You can do it, Joe. Awesome. Awesome, Joe. You're the man. Everybody have their stuff? Yes. Dear Heavenly Father, you love the world so much that you gave your only begotten son and when on his last meal he instructed his disciples that they were to do what we're going to do so we can remember him and, and the price that he paid not only for our salvation but also that his, his stripes that purchased our healings and his sacrifice that restored our authority and everything else that he did for us, Lord. He doesn't have to do anything again. He's already done everything. And so now bring us clean in your sight as we take this communion and remembering our Lord Jesus Christ's sacrifice. Matthew 26, 26, King James. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it and break it and gave it to the disciples and said take eat this is my body
And he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of it, for this is the blood, this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for everything you've done. Amen. 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 Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. You know what just struck me as I was doing that? Uh, I wonder how many people who are watching the show right now, or it's 114, says in the queue, 119, whatever. How many of you have done that with your family? How many of you have ever done that with your family? Michelle, you listen to Michelle. The next big meal that we have, we gather. We do it all. We we gather all the time. We just it's what we do. It's what family does. We gather and eat all. Michelle's always cooking. Kids are always coming over. Next time we do it, Michelle, we're going to take communion. Remind me, kick me in the shins. We're going to take communion because you know you know what, guys. Um, we're not really the heads of our house. We're not the spiritual heads of our house. For some of you out there, it's going to, it's going to be uh, uh, st- stressful because you haven't done it. You haven't done it. It was amazing when I said, who wants to lead communion? There was a 30-second pause. Nobody said it. Never done it. So I don't know. I would know how to do it. Well, it's time you learn how to do it, isn't it? It's time you did it. <clears throat> so file that one away. I want, uh, I'm, I just, just a second, Paul. Uh, I just looked down my Bible. I was sitting there as as uh, Joe was reading it, doesn't that? You don't have to turn there. I just want to read this to you. This is Matthew. I'm sorry. This is Luke 18. Luke 18. I got my Bible in front. Of me. My Bible sits right in front of me here on, on, uh, on my desk. And uh, I saw this. Um, then verse 20, this verse 28. Uh, you don't have to go there, uh, Jonathan. This is verse uh, 28. Of Matthew, of Luke 18. Sorry, I feel like I'm drunk here. <clears throat> then Peter said, Lo, we have left all. We followed you. Like, aren't we something special here? Uh, aren't, we, aren't we something good? And Jesus turned to him and said, Dude, let me tell you something. This is the Coach Dave translation. Let me tell you something, dude. There isn't any man that has left his house or his parents, or his brothers, or his wife, or his children, for the kingdom of God's sake. We shall not receive many times moreover in this present world and life in the world to come. I was thinking uh, this morning, everything about the world is here, neck up. Just think about that. Everything you know, every experience you've ever had, everything you desire, everything you remember, everything you want to do, everything, every taste, every smell, every sound. How can it be? In the, how can your brain, how can I hear a voice and know that's my grandson? Of all the voices that I've heard, how's my brain able to say, oh, that's David. Oh, that's Michelle. Or... You guys recognize my voice, right? Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. And another voice they won't hear. It's all inside our heads. It's all inside here. Now, we know the Spirit dwells in us. But we don't even know what that means. We don't even really know. We know we're filled with the Spirit. In other words, to be filled with something, you have to, it has to be some type of vessel. But somehow, the Spirit's able to get into this vessel, isn't it? Somehow. And it gets in this vessel... And when you cut the head off and you die, that thing leaves because there's no more need for it anymore, right? Where does that go? God, it's so fascinating. We spend all of our time trying to please, please this present world. It's, it's so crazy. Um, Paul's got his hand up. Let me let me let me switch over here. Uh, go ahead, Paul. Go ahead, and then I'm gonna want to share something something with you. Go ahead, Paul. Uh, anyway, I got a couple of questions because that's all. Look, I have. Look, look at look at this. Look at this. Is this a wife? Uh, is that a wife? Uh, she came down the escalator in a multi-million dollar studio and brought me a coffee. Go ahead, Paul. 
<laughs> God bless her. Anyway, um, uh, I don't, because I have a distorted view of communion being in the Catholic Church for so long. Um, I, I did like a die. A, 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 uh, give me a definition of communion would be helpful. I, I feel in communion. I just, I don't know the definition of communion the way. Yeah, okay, so help me. Hey, Jonathan, go to Webster's 1828 Dictionary. Folks, a lot of a lot of the religious things we've done have been done for control. Do you know how to get there, Jonathan? Can you just type in Webster's eighteen twenty eight? Should pop right up for you. Every uh, folks, much of much of our religious world is designed for control. So I'm I'm, I'm sorry. No, I get you. I, I agree one hundred percent, brother. Communion, medicine's the same way, brother. Yep, it's for kids. So communion is what fellowship, intercourse between two persons or more. Interchange of transactions or offices, a state of giving and receiving, an agreement, a concord, mutual intercourse or union in religious worship or in doctrine and discipline. The body of Christians who have one common faith and disciple. That's a communion. See, communion isn't something we take. It isn't something we take. It's something we do. It's something we are, right? We're in communion here. A union of professing Christians. A union of professing Christians. That's what it is. So we're in communion, right? We're in fellowship. By the way, the same, I don't know if that would be a, a, a word that they would use. It says, I'm sorry, act number four, the act of communicating the sacrament of the Eucharist, celebration of the Lord's Supper. Well, they call that, all right, com- communion. And I say all the time, who, who came up with that? So communion simply means every time we get here in the morning, we don't have to take any away from anything. We're, we're in communion. We're in relationship and fellowship. And well, I, I was- Glad you said that because I didn't have any food with me today. So yeah, yeah. Cool. I was. Well, you can take a look. You're communing with us. You're communing with us, right? Uh, Joe's going to poke me in the ribs. We're going to we're going to do that every we're going to do that every Friday. Communion. Go ahead, Jeff. Just real quick before you get started. Last night was a good night with Pastor Neil Peterson down here in Newark, and he explained to all them politicians sitting in there why he's running as an independent. It was great. It was a choice. A choice when it comes time, and the people loved him. They did you get? It. Did you get signatures for him? Yeah, we got some signatures, but there wasn't a whole lot of people there, like always. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. here's here's the plea we're asking. We are going over to that Trump rally tomorrow. Uh-huh. It doesn't start till seven in the evening, but we are setting up at eight a.m. because there'll be people wow. there all day. People lined up, people hanging up, thousands. So we've got a small team right now, but anybody that could help, whether you can come for an hour or two hours or all, all day, we're committing all day, Tom Branstall and I. We are staying the whole day. We're setting it up. Neil's fired up, and he's getting close, but we got to get him over the hump with the extras. Oh, Jeff, Jeff, your message has got to be very, very clear. Your message has got to be this. So we have a choice if DeWine wins the primary. That, that, yeah. that, that folks. Just let that be, because people are confused, right? Yeah. Um, I, I could go on and on. I mean, they're, they're, they're Ron Hood, Candace Keller, that they would be elected president, would they? They got to beat Renacy. They got to beat uh, DeWine. They got to be, I'm not saying it's impossible. So, so what happens when you have a lot of people run like that, and then you thin the, you thin the herd, don't you? So now DeWine only needs 30% to win. Right, and, and, and the Republican that'll be their darling. The Republican Party will probably yep. willing it. And it's like yep. we had a Democrat last night said, "You know what? I'm a Democrat, but I like that guy." He said, "Tell him to keep talking the way he's talking. Don't get political." And that's what he yes. does. So there are some Democrats who love the Lord. Believe it or not, that's hard hard for us. Good work, yeah. Jeff. You're already doing good. Work. Hey, Jeff, I wouldn't get there at eight o'clock in the morning. Get there at noon. Be there at eight. Anybody that's there, they're going to be – if they're there at 8 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> uh, they'll be there at noon. They'll be circling around. It's going to be a long day. Good, appreciate you doing that. I, oh, I got some other stuff I got to get to. Uh, Jerry. Morning, Coach. Morning, everybody. Uh, you're bringing up the head, and it's funny because yesterday I was watching a video on how the Church of Notre Dame, when it burned down, they're clearing it out, and underneath they found two items. One, a sarcophagus full of lead, which is scriptural. I'll get into in another study. 
But the second thing that they found was the head of Christ. It was a, a carving of the head of Christ. So maybe a coincidence? I highly doubt. Where did they find it, Jerry? Where did they find it, Jerry? Underneath the burnt out church of the Notre Dame. I believe it was Notre Dame. I could be getting hmm. that wrong. The church that burned down in France. I missed that. Yeah, that's, missed that's that. right. It's the Cathedral of Notre Dame. That's it. Cathedral yeah. of Notre Dame. Thank you for the correction. They found the head of Jesus Christ as a sculpture underneath. So the foundation was built on the head of Jesus Christ. Wow. Unbelievable. Good. Amen. Myra. Coach, in regard to communion, thank you, Joe and Paul. Um, we're creatures of light. We're reading 1 John 1, 7. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the communion, blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Hallelujah. Amen. So I have, I have communion every day with you guys. I don't take communion. I have communion. I don't take, uh, I don't go through the process. You're gonna, you guys know what I'm saying. I got to listen. I got to do some schedule. I got to do some schedule things here real quick. Go ahead. Go ahead. Whoever tried to click on number, click on number one, two things that uh, the constitution party agenda. Listen, folks, next weekend, I'm going to be in Erie PA. Do I, did I send you that link? No, I thought I did constitution party link. No, I can't find it. Daggone it. Next weekend, Erie, Pennsylvania. Constitution Party. I, I'm sure I sent you that. Where is it? There it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Jonathan, do you got it? It's, uh, it, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't say anything. I don't know what it says. Constitution Party agenda. Anyway, and then David Hevener. David Hevener, the first weekend in May. Be May 7th. Is it on here? Yeah, May Hey, David Hevener, scheduled days, not on Ohio. Yeah, May 7th, there it is, there it is. David Hevener is playing his first, the unveiling of The Last Evangelist. And they're having a full day of activities going on at, at uh, Neil Peterson's church. David needs supporters. Uh, you ought to, if you could, folks, go online, buy a ticket, even if you can't go. I'm going to go, going to take uh, some of my grandkids with me, uh, the last evangelist world premiere, Dayton, Ohio. He, David is doing the world premiere. He's going to, he's going to turn this into a, a TV series, The Last Evangelist. It's not cheesy. It's really, really good. And he's doing the world premiere of it, Dayton, Ohio, May 7th. So mark that down on your calendars if you can get there. It would, it, I promise you, you will, you'll, you'll enjoy it. Uh, second thing, yeah, I feel like, uh, where's my producer? Producer, help me out here, producer. Uh, hey, Coach, could I say Coach, could I uh, just jump in as Betty? Hey, yeah. David Hevener, if you got any uh, baskets you would like to make up, or uh, and they're also having a talent show, like a 96-second talent show just for fun, and there's going to be like three prizes for each. Come on and join us and have fun and sign up. So here's what I'll do. This is I'm just introducing this. We'll, we'll tell you some more of the other stuff that's going on, folks, later on. I just wanted to I get this out there that, uh, that this thing's going on. And then the – thanks, Betty. And then the Constitution Party – do you have that, Jonathan? Did I, didn't I send that to you? The Constitution Party event next – is it – at the next weekend. Uh, yeah, I know I, sent, I know I sent it to you. I know I did. I sent in a separate email. How many emails did you get from me today? Do you have one? There! There! If you can make that thing a little bit bigger. This is the Constitution Party's having an event in Friday, April 29th. And just see some of the people are going to be speaking there. This is an all-day Friday and half-a-day Saturday event. The first more part of it's a business meeting. And then slide on down there, Jonathan. Linda Harvey's going to speak. Dr. John Diamond, and then Alan Keyes is speaking at 7 o'clock. That's on Friday night. Then on Saturday, Diane Gramley speaking, critical race theory. Then uh, the next morning, they're doing a little bit more work, and then defunding public unions, panel discussion petition for the ballot, 
then keep going. Then Coach Dave's going to speak at one, then a break, then Robert Owens is going to speak. And then there are, so if you are in the Erie, Pennsylvania area and you'd like to be around some, some uh, other Christians, um, that'd be the place to be. Man, I, I, I feel like I don't have very good rhythm here. I haven't gotten anywhere where I want to get yet, but I promised I would do it. Look, this really hit me right in the teeth yesterday. Last night, actually. Um, my wife, who I love beyond all things, she does, a, she does a Thursday night call with women. She had one last night. And she was talking about uh, shotting your feet with the pre- preparation of the gospel of peace. I don't know if Ohio Brett's in here. Because uh, the sandals, somebody talks about the sandals, whatever, right? Sandals of feet. So I got thinking about that last night. I said, wait a minute, wait a minute, Jonathan. Put in shod. See if you can put shod right in that in that link. And I did shod, because your feet are shod with the preparation of gospel of peace. So shod. That doesn't sound like that sound to me like I'm putting on some sandals or some flip-flops or some thongs or some uh, doesn't sound like I don't think that's what it's talking about, right? Shod. It says shoed. In other words, like a horse shoed. Shoed. Shod means shoed. Oh, so I said, well, you mean my feet are shoed? Like I'm gonna to go to the I'm gonna to go to the blacksmith and have shoes put on me? Not slippers, not not flip-flops. So I said, what is a shoe? What is a shoe, Jonathan? See this, see, folks, we have so sissified the gospel. So your feet are shod. They're shod. Look at this. A covering for the foot, usually of leather, composed of a thick Species for the soul, the thinner kind for the vampin quarters. Shoes for ladies often, blah, blah, blah. Number two, a plate of or rim of iron nailed to the hoof of a horse to defend it from injury. Also a plate of iron from an ox's hoof. Number three, the plate of iron, which is nailed to the bottom Ooh, man, of a sleigh or any vehicle that slides. Piece of timber fastened with pins. See, folks, this is war equipment. This isn't some little slippers you put on the gospel preparation, the gospel of peace. Put on the shoes, right? Your feet are shod with the preparation of the gospel. Why? Because i got to have some solid footing where I'm going to go. I'm going to be stepping on thorns and thistles and nails and everything else. These, This is battle array. And we have a helmet of salvation for us. A helmet? You put on a stinking helmet? Why are you putting on a helmet? Why, why are you putting on what, a breastplate? Breastplate? You guys know what a breastplate's made of? It's a breastplate. Man, oh man, that's a bulletproof vest. Put on a breastplate. (laughs) And it's connected to the belt of truth. I don't know if you know a picture of an armor. When a guy puts on the armor, his belt, his shit, I'm sorry, his breastplate is connected to the belt. They latch in together. Anybody that's put on football equipment knows what I'm talking about here. So it's latched together. And if you don't have on the belt of truth, your armor bounces up and down and swings around, doesn't stay on you properly. The most important element that you can put on is the belt. Everything is connected to the belt of truth. And what's the battle over in the world? Why are we losing? I mean, we're in a belt of truth. So I just I just wanted to share that with you because it really it really, really hit me last night. And even the full armor. Man, it's battle array. Battle array. Put on the feet shod. Pounded into your feet. Preparation. The gospel of peace. Why? Because, dude, he is called the prince of peace. And blessed are the peacemakers, not the peacekeepers. Peacekeepers wear slippers. Peacemakers wear boots. Peacemakers' feet are shod. God, this sissified Christianity we're dealing with. They change everything. They make everything womanly. Sorry. 
Come on in, Betty. I got a lot to talk about. I'm, I'll get, I'm getting on track here. Go ahead, Betty, then Craig. Go, Craig. Well, Coach, um, you know, Coach, uh, next Thursday and Friday, we're going to, uh, definitely Thursday, we're going to be at the Aberdeen Proving Grounds, Maryland Salt and Light Brigade, for Lieutenant Mark Bashaw, who, I, my opinion, is going to be one of the uh, critical <laughs> military uh, trials here as far as kicking people out. Mark's really got a good case. And so uh, if anybody's up in that area around Aberdeen, Maryland, which is between Baltimore and the Delaware Memorial Bridge, wants to come along, uh, get a hold of me. We'll give you the Okay, details. Brad, do, that. Do, the, do this for us, Craig. Write, it, write up something so I can get it to Gary and we'll get it posted online. That, need, that, needs, that needs to be posted online. Hey, friends, okay. listen. Uh, this stuff infuriates me. I was having a conversation last night about it again. Uh, whether or not your uh, – what's they say? Whether or not your exemption is valid. Hey, folks, it ain't none of their damn business. If you claim it, it's valid. You understand this? You understand that the Constitution of the United States, especially the First Amendment, was to protect your rights, not to give the government. You don't have to go to the government and beg them to not have to take a shot. Boom. This is to beg you. This is so stupid that we're even that some guy in the military, he didn't forfeit his constitutional rights. He did not forfeit his forfeit his right to life. He signed up willing to lay down his life, but he didn't forfeit his life and his health and his future and his prosperity by some mandate from somebody that has no authority to do that. It'd be like going into the military and they're telling you you're not allowed to pray anymore, which, by the way, they're trying to do that as well. And so these guys stand up. The, the, uh, the guy that uh, Craig's talking about and uh, uh, Reggie's husband and Ben Davis, ben Davis and uh, they're saying, I don't want to take it. Dudes, in this discussion, in the discussion. That's what Paul. That's what Paul Goslin got in trouble with, because the the medical board, the medical board, wants to determine whether or not someone has a God given right not to take a shot. A medical board. What 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 has happened to us? You ought to just be able to stand up and say, "Listen, sorry, I ain't taking it." I don't need a letter. I don't need nothing. I serve Jesus Christ. I ain't taking it. Instead, we go to some freaking atheistic military leader to determine whether our complaint is valid. Oh, we are so screwed up. So screwed up. Hey, hey Coach, just one thing about Mark. His specialty was called an MSS, MSC officer, and this is what it is. It's entomology, which includes investigations to determine risk caused by non-battlefield related injuries. That was his job. He was doing his job telling and moving up the information to the chain of command about the, the uh, uh, vaccine injuries. Can uh, we adverse have some reaction. more glory, please? <laughs> Mr. Government, can I have some more glory, please? So he was doing his job. That, that was his, that was his job. Can we see this? Can't we see this? And what? Are we going to push back when they got us all in the gulag? It's going to be too late then. This stuff is so critical right now, and nobody wants to get any scars. Nobody wants to get their elbows scraped. Nobody wants their knees bleeding. And your, your children and your grandchildren, your grandchildren's future liberty is being destroyed right in front of them. Hang on a minute. I'm going to get right to you. Pull up the fire email because somebody said this to me yesterday, and I, so I had to do a little bit of research. Folks, look at this. Fires at food processing plants it's since 2019. Fires. Tyson Foods, Dell Star Meat Plant, Kellogg Company, Patak Meat Production Processing Facility, JBS USA, Made Right Steak Company, West Side Fires. West Side Food Processing Plant, Van Drunen Farms, Cargill Nutrina Feed Mill, Potato Plant, Harper's Market Poultry Plant, Wisconsin River Meats, Bonanza Company, Shearer's Food, Hot Pockets Plant, Walmart Fulfillment Center, two of them, Marco B.A. 
Marco Bia Food Pantry, Rio Fresh, East Conway Beef and Pork, Gem Star, Gem State Process, Taylor Farms, Azure Standard Head. Folks, fires destroyed every one of these plants. I don't remember Something happening here. Something happening here, friends. And then I heard this yesterday, not trying to scare. I said to Chad Estes, I wonder how many people watching the show have actually stored any food. And I'm not talking about a can of beans over in the corner. Can of beans. And I said to Chad, hey, Chad, I know what's going to happen. They're all going to come here. <laughs> you know I'm telling you the truth because you haven't prepared at all. You're going to come here. Keep telling Michelle, God, we got to build a silo. <laughs> They're all going to come here. Don't come empty-handed. Don't come empty-handed. Kevin, go ahead. You brought up uh, the farmer a while ago. Yesterday evening, I had an opportunity to do a civic meeting um, about uh, a program, and there was a gentleman there who, man of color, was a is a good friend of mine. He's almost he he. I mean, he is he was a brother until the division that come about with the election of 2020. He was a brother, but he bought he drank the Kool Aid, and he and he and he posted publicly on Facebook that he didn't know any more anybody more evil than me. Good, there. congratulations. And I and I so he was there, and after the meeting, he walks over to me and we started talking. And I reminded him that just because he uh, he misunderstood some things that I had posted on social media, did you really think that I was that evil? And his eyes got a little misty. It made my eyes get a little misty. He goes, no, I don't. And I said, I miss my brother. I said, I, I don't know what misunderstanding come between you and me about politics and things that we have no control over. But I want you to know that I love you. God loves you. And I believe you still love me. And, and we broke for two years. There's been such a great divide between me and this guy. And this guy is a person of, of some significance in the community. And unfortunately, he's a Mason. I know he's a Mason. But you know what? I still have an opportunity to do something to change him, to, to, bring, to free him from that, from that misery. And after the meeting we had last night, God blessed me with that opportunity. So the divide that had come between us has now been pulled together. So I have an opportunity to do, to minister to him and to get my brother back. And Amen. maybe, maybe, maybe have an opportunity to save him. But it's, but it started That's with your, reconcil- it started with your reconciling to him. I was not right? afraid to get out. Of, I was not afraid to get out of my comfort zone and approach him and, and say, that's right. Let's try Amen. to fix it. Let's try to fix this. Anyway, Amen. Amen. Isaiah 59, verse 14 from Jack says, Therefore judgment is turned backward, and justice standeth far off, for truth is fallen in the street, and equity cannot enter. That's what we're dealing with. Paul. So that's a bit of my conundrum right here, is trying to convince my attorneys who are really good people they do not understand their system is broken and so it's broken on purpose paul i just want to tell the truth i don't want to be nice as you say mm-hmm. i, I yeah. is cheap um i used to date a a, a, a judge and she's a big judge thing and and she used to say nice is cheap and when I hear that, I just want to punch her in the face. Mm. I'm it's just that this is what they do. They, they, they nice you into the gulags. Okay. I mean. <laughs> so, Paul, so, Paul, I remember back when I was, uh, uh, I was in high school uh, before basketball game. I was captain of the basketball team. And we went out, we, uh, you know, you do your pleasantries with the other captain at, at midcourt and, um, Again, you stick your hand out, say, hey, good luck, good luck, good luck, right, good luck. And I'm walking away. One of my buddies grabbed me by the, the shirt, and he says, don't ever give away luck. 
<laughs> we do that all the time, don't we? The blessing of the Lord be upon you, brother, and Aaron and brothers. And I don't want the blessing of the Lord be upon them. With the blessing of the Lord to be upon my brothers, my real brothers. That's I want the blessing. See, we throw these words around because we don't understand the power of the tongue. We don't understand that our words carry weight. Not name it, claim it. That's not what I'm talking about. But as a man speaketh in his heart, so is he. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. I don't want the other team to have any luck. I want them to have bad luck. Boom. Why would I tell them good luck? But see, that's 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 the way we play, right? That's the way we that's the way they taught we Christians to be able to play. Go ahead, Joe. Amen. Uh, the, there is life and death in our tongue. Yes, there is. That's what the word says. We can believe it or not believe it. Okay. Hey, a couple things. Man, I, I only got – oh, gee. We're, okay, pull up number number two. You got to see this one, friends. You got to see this one. This is why your feet need to be shod. This is why you need to put on some shoes, right? That's why you need to have those dudes nailed to your feet because you're going to go into some rough places. Now, this is a video from World Economic Forum speaker Yuval Harari. Has anybody, by the way, hired him? Anybody vote for Yuval Harari? Anybody? I, I have I haven't voted for him. I haven't voted for him, right? Okay. So we played a clip of this guy last week. He ain't seen nothing yet. Go ahead and play this one. COVID is critical because this is what convinces people to accept, to legitimize. He said COVID was necessary. You missed that at the beginning. COVID is necessary. Go back to the beginning on this, Jonathan, so they hear. hear. COVID is necessary, he says at the beginning, because it trains us. Now, let's listen to this. COVID is critical because this is what convinces people to accept, to legitimize total biometric surveillance. We want to stop this epidemic. We need not just to monitor people, we need to monitor what's happening under their skin. What we have seen so far, it's corporations and governments collecting data about where we go, who we meet, what movies we watch. The next phase is the surveillance going under our skin. We're now seeing mass surveillance systems established even in democratic countries, which previously rejected them, and we also see a change in the nature of surveillance. Previously, surveillance was mainly above the skin. Now it's going under the skin. Governments want to know not just where we go or who we meet. Above all, they want to know what is happening under our skin. What's our body temperature? What's our blood pressure? What, what is our medical condition? Governments want to know. Humans are developing even bigger powers than ever before. We are really acquiring divine powers of creation and destruction. We are really upgrading humans into gods. We are acquiring, for instance, the, the power to re-engineer life. I know that in recent years, we saw populist politicians undermining deliberately the trust that people have in important institutions like universities, like respectable media outlets. These populist politicians told people that, say, scientists are this small elite disconnected from the real people. I mean, all this story about Jesus rising from the dead and being the son of God, this is fake news. Humans are now hackable animals. You know, the, the whole idea that humans have, you know, this, they, they have this soul or spirit and they have free will and nobody knows what's happening inside me. So whatever I choose, whether in the election or whether in the supermarket, this is my free will, that's over. <laughs> huh? <laughs> huh? Is, that, is that unbelievable, right? It's exactly. He's a, huh? He's a, that's a good Jew. Well, sick. Hey, folks, listen, he's driving the agenda. Don't think he isn't. He's driving the agenda. They want to know what's going on in your body. And what did I start out the show by saying? <clears throat> Take your head off, you're gone. Everything's in your head. Everything you ever had. When you die, everything dies with you. Cut off somebody said it's, it's all gone. All reality, everything. So they want to be able to intercede somehow. Maybe get some, some uh, 
metal inside of you somehow and have it transmit to the point where they're able to control your thoughts. That would, wouldn't that be the mixing of uh, clay and metal? Isn't that somewhere in Daniel, the mixing of the two? Isn't that what we're seeing happen right before us? Go ahead, Chad. Is that you, moderator? Yeah, Dave. The, the, what he said there was the under the skin, and it reminds me of that book, the 1984, where what they do is they're looking, they're reading your facial expressions. Anytime they they get information, they're reading whether or not you agree or you or you oppose what their works are. And so, if you know whichever way it goes, reading your expression, they'll pers- prosecute you. That's right. They want they 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 want to know what's going on. Did you hear what he said? Inside you, folks. They want to know what's going on inside you, inside you. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High abides under the shadow of the Almighty. They ain't getting in me. They're not getting in me as long as I'm live and kicking. In no way. They ain't getting in my grandkids if I got anything to say about it. No way are they getting in there. That's Your that's book. their plan. That's their plan. Kevin. All right, well, Coach, you tipped, you tipped his hand at the very end when he said, you know, this this thing, free will, that's gone, okay? That's that's a thing of the past. Don't you ever forget that one of the most important things God ever gave you as a sentient being is free will. That okay. You are free to make the choice to accept or deny. And Good catch, Kevin. Good catch. And the same thing he said at the beginning, right? What was the purpose of COVID? To condition you to give up your liberties. That's what he said at the beginning. That was the whole purpose of COVID, right? Joe, come on in, and then Randy. So how do they take our Constitution Amendment away? By monitoring us. Yeah, we're ignoring it. We're ignoring it, right? Hey, Joe, folks out there, you mean the Republican Party? Nobody in the Republican Party can fight back. Nobody in Washington, D.C., can Raise up any standard at all against the, the masking and the jabs. No, 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 nothing. There's no, nobody there. No, come on. It's, it's a, it's a two card money. So I say, Randy. Yeah, coach, I want to expound on the iron and the clay. You know, the, the context of Daniel chapter two, where it talks about during the days of those king, that kingdom, the Roman empire, but it says, but, but they will not adhere to one another mm-hmm. just as iron does not mix with clay that's right so that's but they're going to try to though randy they're trying to though but they will not make it happen mm-hmm. so so we concede and say well it's going to happen There's nothing we can do then you're going against the word of god you're going against scriptural proof that it will not happen so we have to be careful what we say Yes, we do. It ain't going to happen. Not on my watch, it ain't going to happen. Julie and Reggie. Amen. Uh, Good morning, team. Good morning, Coach. Um, You know, they've been so um, slick about this because I remember a few years ago when the watches came out. You know, you could talk like the Jetsons. You know, you could talk from your watch or whatever. And now on these new phones, it's like face recognition and your thumbprint. You know, yeah. They want Julie. They told us they went inside of us. Feed your dog. Reggie, they went inside of us. They want inside of us. Holy Spirit's inside of us. You crack me up. Feed your dog, Julie. <laughs> um, so his, his key phrase there, I caught, like I just, something just lay heavy. And it was, we're making you gods. We're making gods, yep. right? Yep. That tells you yep. who he believes. That's why he speaks with right? such arrogance. And for the rest of us useless eaters on this earth, they need to control us, and those who don't comply will be gone. So, okay. so, so, Reggie, so, Reggie, folks, don't miss this. See, we Christians have said, "Well, we're just passing through." But it's it's a it's not about this life. It's about so as we're passing through, we've given the Luciferians. All of the power, they are not opposed at all by any religious institution. Nobody opposes the Luciferians. Nobody does, folks. And that's the number one thing, I believe, after salvation. That's the number one thing we're going to do. We have the clash of two kingdoms. Kingdom of Satan and the kingdom of our dear son. Which one's going to win? That's what we're going to do. Our team ain't fighting. 
Go ahead, Reg. I'll cut you when the we're the remnant, and we have God in us. We are not Amen. gods, but we have God in us, and they know that. So, Reggie, if you got if they got God, if we got God inside of us, I ain't taking that vaccine and putting that crap in me. Nope. I'm not going to pollute my my temple. I ain't going to do where it. The fight's going to begin, and they're going to see us perform miracles with our God. Yeah, I can't wait, man. Keith, come on in. A walking, talking lie detector of our conscience is what they're doing. That's right. Well, they want, like we talked about the other day, change the words, change the world, right? We want us, they want us to be able to rationalize away from truth. Rational, always have, there is never a good reason to do wrong. Never. If, if you have to do something wrong and there's a good reason to do wrong, then it's right. You missed that. If you have to do something that's wrong, if the government tells you it's wrong for you to whatever, uh, not pay your taxes, and you say, I can't pay my taxes to that beast, then that's not wrong, folks. Opposing it is right. You understand? You understand what they've done to us? They've told, they've determined right and wrong. And our churches go right along with it. Obey the government, obey the authorities, right? Not if they don't do right. No, no. If they tell me to do something wrong, I'm wrong if I do it. If they tell me to do something wrong and I disobey, I'm right. They're wrong. Boy, they turned it on its head, right? Dr. Paul Goslin is fighting a fight because he simply had people say they don't want to have to take the jab. And he said, that's right. And the medical board says, no, that's wrong. (laughs) It's a clash of of the two kingdoms right in front of us, right there in front of us. Emma Stout, come on in, Emma. Coach, can you put that in chat? Uh, Yeah, stick out in the chat for us, Jonathan, if you will. Yes. I listened to a Russ Dizdar portion today. Uh, I was awake at three o'clock, so I thought, well, I'll just I'll just check this out because I was studying his book, and uh, he reminded me of how much power we have if we have the Holy Spirit. It's way oh, beyond, way beyond anything they can measure, even. And so, mm-hmm. confidence in our side. I am too, Emma. And if they kill me, they release me. Paul said, who will deliver me from this body of death? Oh, wretched man that I am. He didn't want to die, but he said, I I, I can't stay here. I can't stay here in this mess. But we have to stay here in this mess, right? Instead of trying to hit the escape valve, try to get out of here. Oh, my goodness. I was going to say something. I forgot what it was. Go ahead, RJ. Yeah, Coach, just in the way of standing up to authority. And just like uh, Paul had to do that with that medical board, uh, I believe that we have a congressman, Marjorie Taylor Greene, who's going before something of a tribunal. Mm -hmm. I believe it's this morning at 930. Uh, They're trying to take her off the ballot because she's unfit. Yep, yep. In line of this, what Craig's... You know, what's going on in Aberdeen? Let's be praying because the Holy Spirit is the power to to prevail over these criminals. Let me ask you something, folks. Let me ask you something. It's pretty simple here. Pretty simple. Yes or no? Did Jesus obey the authorities over him? Heck no. No, he didn't. Nope. Folks, they they threw him in jail. They gave him the death penalty in front of a kangaroo court, right? In fact, it was so it was so screwed up that the Sanhedrin said, "We we don't have a law to put men to death. We can't do it. Let's take it to the government. Let's take it to Pilate." The church bowed again to the government, and what did Pilate say? Pilate wanted to wash his hands of it. Pilate says, "Who? I don't. I don't. This guy's blood on me. I don't have any authority over him, right?" What's the church teaching? The, the great folks, come on. The book of Acts is a story of those who opposed ungodly authority. It's the entire book of Acts. It's the entire life of Jesus Christ. 
obeying true authority and disobeying unrighteous authority. That is the heart of the gospel. Oh, you say, coach, it's not the heart of it. Well, tell me, what is it? Love your neighbor? Oh, with all kinds of hearts, right? All kinds of things. But ultimately, if we would turn around and look at where we are, are we going to are we going to come through this by loving our neighbor? Is that the gospel that we're supposed to be preaching right now? Or are we supposed to be preaching the gospel that says, greater love has no man than this, than he would lay down his life for his friends? Which version of the gospel are we going to try to promote? And I make people nervous, and you guys make people nervous, because I'm telling them this, the love boat is sinking. The love boat is sinking, boys and girls. We need some... PT-109ers, we need some John F. Kennedys that jump in the water and put a strap around them in their teeth and drag their buddies to safety. That's what we need. Not not the love boat. It's a battleship. Profiles and courage. Profiles and courage. It's a battleship. Jack, come on in. Just Just a quick question. Who are the ones that are operating in civil disobedience? Not you and me. No. We are operating in obedience. I'm obeying the Constitution. They're disobeying it. But they reverse it because words have power, and they reverse it that you are civilly disobedient. Bring it on, boys. Bring it on. I don't care. I don't care. Yet, though they slay me, still will I praise them. Go to my website real quick, uh, uh, Jonathan. Um, Folks, you got to watch this. Go to... uh, uh, Go to it says Glenn uh, Glenn Becky yeah folks go to Jonathan go to um, uh, videos you say where's that go to the top video platform yep click on that just click on that posted right there I think yeah down to the bottom second one down right there first one Glenn Beck folks you got to go watch this fifty six minute video of Glenn Beck you got to go talking about how they're grooming our children. What's really going on? Folks, watch the Glenn Beck video. Watch it to understand the depth of the deception and what they're doing to us, and we don't get it. I think it was Jack that shared this with me. I watched it last night, Jack. I wanted to watch it twice. I may watch it three times. It's unbelievable. Project Groomer, how they're after your kids. Why are they after your kids? Because they're after the seed. They're after the seed. They don't care about the devil's kids. They already have them. They want your kids. They want your little Christian kindergartner and first grader and second grader. They are after your children. Why? Because they want to destroy the image bearers of Christ. They're after the seed. We don't understand it. It's more than critical race theory. It's more than all that. It's more than all of that stuff combined. Got to watch this Glenn Beck Glenn Beck video. Debbie Perkins, quickly. Yeah, I just wanted, I was going to mention that uh, on Wednesday, because he does have those specials every Wednesday night. I watched it twice. It is the most disgusting display. We think they're teaching some sort of sex ed or something. It is pornographic. You need to watch out who's in the room when you watch it. He cleans it up as best he can without losing content. It is disgusting what is in our Unbelievable. Pornographic. Folks, right now, uh, it looks like it has 11 views, three views. It's had three views. There ought to be uh, 400 views on our website tomorrow for people who've watched this. This is that critical to exactly what it is that they're doing to us behind the scenes, behind the scenes. Kindergarten. Uh, Craig, go quickly. Kindergarten kids. Well, it's not not only behind the scenes because last uh, Friday, the New York Times mocked God, and it had an article about uh, let's pass over God in this time of war. I propose we give up God. So they're do- they're doing it in our face. It's not only behind the scenes. Amen, Myra. Um, I agree with uh, Randy, Paul, and you in regard to praising the Lord. And I say, uh, Psalms uh, twenty-four a. Who is the King of Glory? The Lord is strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Hallelujah. Jack McCarthy, come in. After you've watched that, guys, the second time, then start thinking about the words that were used to let us get to that point. Because just fighting this issue will not get us anywhere. we got to fight the, the deeper issue, how this happened. 
The devil's team wants to win. We want evacuation. We don't care. We want out of here. We want the devil to have it. All power is given unto me, both in heaven and earth. Go ye therefore, and teach them to observe all I've commanded you. And lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. Last thing he said to his disciples. He didn't say roll over and let the devil have it. Roll over, be kind, tolerant, diverse. He didn't say any of that. He said stand up and fight. He said put freaking horseshoes on your feet and go to war. Have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday.